great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I am your host, Christian Mermer, Merms, Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And to the bottom of my computer screen, we have the boss, the pimp, the CEO, the chief, slightly special himself, Jimmy the Shooter. How you doing, Jacob? I'm doing good, man. I'm at the casino right now. Yeah, I heard you're playing. Uh, what were you playing, Mahjong? No, I was playing Cleopatra Kino, and I'm up. I'm winning, and I I have this new theory about the casino. By the way, so <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the more you lose, the better they treat you. The more you win, they're gonna blacklist your ass. I guess it depends on how much you're uh, winning. You know, because I heard if you win a certain amount, they'll try to comp you with stuff, but kind of like try to keep you out of the casino. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, here, take this free food. Get these free rooms. Enjoy your life, you know? Leave your life. But if you lose, like, a lot, like, some of these guys, like, what I'm realizing is the tier status is, like, based off of how much money you cycle through the casino. So, like, let's say you're, like, a fucking diamond. That means you've cycled, like, 200 grand through the casino. Not necessarily lost 200 grand, but you've cycled, like, $200,000. But if you have that, you also get benefits, right? So you can like stay at the hotel for free for like five nights a week or some shit. Or like, <laughs> I would, I would hope because you lost two hundred grand. The least yeah, they give you the hotel room. Since you, since you bought a house, yeah. you know what I mean. Maybe they can accompany you with a room and a shower every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> that would be that'd be pretty nice of them. But yeah, man. I mean, I after we've talked about this before. I've never, uh, just never been really a gambling man myself. I, uh, I don't, I don't like the idea of putting money forward that I could possibly just lose and not gain anything. You know? Yeah. I go for the good time. Definitely. I used to try to like, Oh yeah, no, I get that. Did you know that a casino at, was actually originated in Italy? Casinos originated in Italy. Mm-hmm. And the biggest slot machine win was sounds... $39.7 million. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus Slots. Christ. You're Slots facts. <laughs> you giving, you taking Stephanie's job today. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I'm good, man. How you doing? I am great, man. We are doing, you know, a weird uh, Saturday uh, recording here because, uh, you know, people were busy for the rest of this weekend during certain times. So this is a little little odd doing it around. Well, we do it around the same time, but it's a little odd doing it on a Saturday again. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. Uh, but I want to go ahead and uh, introduce uh, someone else we got here, you know? Yeah, let's bring him in. Yeah, let's bring him in. You already know him. You know, he's been on the season and last season a bunch of fucking times. We lost the count already. You know, our very own in-studio comedian. You know, you know him as Topazkin, Chubb's Way. Chuck, how you doing today, bro? What's good? What's going how y'all on? feeling? <laughs> I like Man. how you had the shades on took them off for the, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just sitting here sipping my special coffee. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, just got off work. I'm about to do this online casino. I'm about to get on this online casino. I'm about to see what this this Kino is like. I hear good stuff about Kino. I'm a poker player. I don't myself. think I've ever heard of Kino before. What, you know, it's what crazy. is that? It's crazy. So you basically, there's, how many numbers is it? Is it 90? Let me get, let nine, me get I thought, huh? yeah, I thought, I think it's 90. It's, it's like a it's, lottery, right? Okay. Yeah. So. No, there's 80. So there's 80, right? So the game of Kino, basically you pick a set of numbers between one and 80, all right? And 
20 numbers are selected, but you can only pick 10. So depending on how many of those 10 you hit depends on how much it pays back. So for example, if you hit four out of 10, it's one for one. If you hit five out of 10, it's like three for one. You know what I mean? So if you're betting a quarter and you hit five out of 10, you get 75 cents. But if you bet five and you hit all five, you can win like $400. So it's trying to find out which ones you're going to hit, but there's 80 numbers total. Yeah. Kind of like a lottery, right? Pretty much. It is It is straight up a lottery when you think about it, because out of 80 fucking options, right, you're already down to less than, what, uh, 20%? But it's a slow climb. How many people play it, like, like it, at a table at a time? Oh, dude, a lot. It's one of those, like, recovery games. It's one of those games where if you're down and out, you go play Kino, and then you could probably leave with, like, $10, $20. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just to get like the gas money to go back home just to get back <laughs> take to take it off e plus huh? you gotta be on e <laughs> but some people hit man you'd be surprised some people hit kino and then they're like yeah they cash out like two three hundred dollars and you're betting Damn. low so you bet like five ten cents and you, you leave with like two or three hundred dollars and it's one of those games where your money can last a long time damn my uh my goddamn recovery game is is ultimate texas hold'em or uh, or I'll try to play poker real quick and just sit there for the top five what's, hands or something. What's ultimate Texas Hold'em? So ultimate Texas Hold'em is basically poker, but they deal you two cards and then they run five and then you got to make the best out of five. You got to beat the dealer. <clears throat> but when you uh, beat the dealer, you know, you make like, you know, four to four to one, eight to one, 200 to one, stuff like that, uh, depending on the hand you make. And if you make a flush. Or a straight flush, you know, raw flush and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's real nice. It's crazy to me really how nice. the dealer always fucking wins, man. Like, not always, but how often the dealer wins. The, and the house dealer's always a, wins. How the house wins, man. The house the house always wins, man. My, my comeback game, it used to be blackjack. Yeah, but, that's what a lot of people play. That one yeah. I can see you can make a lot of money on. Because everyone plays against the dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blackjack's right. fun. But, I mean, like, when you look at the numbers... It's really just you only have a I mean, the house has a 52, 51 percent edge against you. I think you have a 0.5 percent edge against the house. But the thing about it is every now and then the dealer is going to hit a seven streak hand. So you're going to go out seven in a row. It's going to fucking happen. You know, there's there's so many there's so many interesting concepts in the world of of gambling. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's uh, that's why I'm a semi-professional. I'm a semi-pro. It's a big, uh, I don't know. I, I always see it. I feel like it's not, I don't know. I know Chuck makes a lot of money doing it. I don't know. I feel like it's a very dangerous game. I mean, you know? don't get me wrong. People aren't like, yo, I need to go make some money. Um, let's go to the casino. You know what I'm saying? Like people are I, like, if you want the guaranteed money. I but do if, say that. But if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you'll be like, yeah, man. I need, but if you want to like make sustainable money, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to be like, yeah, let's go to the casino. Because you got your days, right? You're going to win. You're gonna lose, but it's all part of it. I think well, people my, play more so for the high. My my BM literally like seven hours ago just asked me for like a hundred dollars, and then I I took my little twenty dollars to the poker table, and then like thirty minutes later, I sent her a hundred dollars. Mm, got the mm. skills, so you got the poker skills. You got the he, skill set. He's always had them for a while now. He's been playing for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does like, online How does online work for you? Do you play a live dealer online? Nah, I play against other players. So, the, for the, so for the house to get their money, they take what is called a rake. And it's like a 5% of whatever the pot is. 
Mm-hmm. And they do it, they do a max. And um in casinos, it's like a max seven dollars. They make seven dollars a hand. But online, I have no idea what they take. You just never see it. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Jeez. And I, I feel like it's weird having a computer do those uh dealings for you without like actually shuffling like a real deck, you know? I don't know. Right. I feel like it's programmed. <laughs> it's it's kind of programmed. It, yeah, I don't know like how much crazy amount of money you could make doing that. You know, I kind of get going to the enough. real thing, but like online, I feel like at some point it's just going to be like, nah, you don't have an ace or so it just can make the cards up, like do whatever it wants with the cards. I don't know, man. Doesn't sound. I like sounds scary. Well, like- you know what? I know this might be a little early, but I got a game. Oh, OK. Yeah, let's. uh, wait, let, Yeah, let's. uh, Let's hear that jingle for uh, Jimmy's game. Saturday morning game, guys. All right, so look, here we go. This is going to be called Factor Cap, okay? It's a game that's commonly played across all aspects, but I'm going to ask 10 myths and or facts, and you guys are going to let me know if it's fact and or cap, and guess what it's going to be about? It's going to be about the casino. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, go get some hot sauce. If we were wrong, we got to take a dab of hot sauce. <laughs> All right. So how it's sure. gonna work is we're gonna go, we're gonna bounce between leading question and answer. So for example, uh Chris, if we start with you, you get a chance to say factor cap. And yeah, and then I guess we just pass it over to Chuck if if you're right or wrong for well, you can't really steal it. It's gonna be right or wrong because it's 50-50. So we're gonna go back and forth the first one to three wins. You guys ready? So I am saying my own like fact or lie. And you guys would have to guess. That's what you're saying. We you got to say you you got to say fact or cap. So I'll say a fact and or a myth, and then you're gonna tell me if it's true or if it's not true. Oh, okay. So I'm if not... you're right, you get a point. And if you're wrong, you don't. Okay, cool. All right. So you guys ready? First. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, and we'll let uh, you guys decide who's gonna go first. Um, Rock paper scissors. All right, here we Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Rock paper scissors shoot. Boom, I got scissors. Oh, that's bullshit. That's such bullshit. Is that a lag? Oh. Was that a lag? Was that yeah, a lag in a, the computer? It was a purposeful <laughs> lag. I saw him like stop. He's like, oh, here we go. All right, fine. No, you can go first. I don't care. All right, he can go first. Okay, and Chubbs, ready? Slot machines must pay out at least 70%. Myth. Ooh, and it is a fact. When you start playing oh. online slots, you might notice the initials return to player popping up a lot. RTP stands for return to player, of course. So the money is expected to be paid out in relation to player stakes. In the UK, gambling commissions have stated that the minimum RTP must be set to 70% at all online casinos. This means for every GBP or Great British Pound spent, 70p must be paid out to the gamblers on average. That is, of course, a fact, good sir. But is that is that an American fact? That sounded like a British fact. It sounds like a GBP European Problem. Yeah, I like. I I'm, wonder, about to, I'm about to find out which one of these websites <laughs> represent that. I wonder. To, <laughs> I I don't know if like a American. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. American like casino rules apply to that. Well, anyway, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> Chuck we're having a good wrong. time here. Oh, yeah, that's fine. All we're right, have, I, we're having up. a good time. We're having a good time. All right, I'm gonna rock this. I got this. All right, all right, all right. So, who is it on now? It's on you, Chris. Me? Yes, sir. The whole system is rigged. <laughs> 
I, that sounds like an opinionated question. <laughs> I'm going to say cap. Ooh, you are correct. Yeah. Once yeah. you get into the gambling world, you will likely hear people say that casino tables or slot machines are rigged. So the casinos always come out on top. While this may have been the case decades ago when people played on machines that were easy to tamper with, rigging a game is much harder in this modern digital age. The gambling industry is heavily regulated and independent game labs regularly audit licensed casinos to ensure that every game is truly random. That, my friend, is correct. It is cap. Round of applause for Christian Mara. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I got one. All right. And this is for you, Chuck. Right. Playing poker is a lucrative second career option. All facts. And you are correct. It is a fact. While we don't advise anyone to give up their day job. (laughs) We don't advise it, but it is true. (laughs) There's a lot of people that have made well over $330,000, right? Playing poker as a secondary means of incomes. But however, everybody, um, you know, before you quit your job and head to the casino, remember that, you know, this is a skill set thing. So it's like far and far and far and true. You know what I mean? You probably might have to have a little bit of startup income to get going and get good. But yeah, That's right. that is actually a fact. Poker is a lucrative second career option. Find a um, poker coach. And if you need one, find one in me. There yeah, you go. There you go. All right, Mamze. Yes. Casinos pump out oxygen. To keep players awake. Uh, oxygen. Um, like fresh air, fresh oxygen. You know, I know they're pumping something out uh, because you see all those vents around the casinos, especially when I was in Vegas a lot. I'm going to say, I'm going to say fact. Why not? And you are incorrect, you loser. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, actually, uh, that's an that's a urban myth. So in reality, you know, people would say that they secretly pump oxygen to keep your brain and stuff simulated, but that completely goes against the FDA. That can cause a lot of uh, health and safety regulations and violations of that type of thing. A lot of complications involved with that. So in reality, it's just the air conditioner. They just keep it cold. Just fucking bullshit. Just fucking cold, man. So what are we at? Where Are we at one and one? One and one. All right. Chuck, skill and strategy are important. That's fact. That is a fact. Yeah, there's there's nothing really to explain in that. You, you know, people might not always take home the jackpot, but if you know what you're doing, you could definitely leave in the you know, positive. I'm not, I'm not saying this game is rigged, but that was like a super easy question. <laughs> like, I, I mean, would... because if, are we on the are we playing the casino right now? Are we on the Jimmy Casino? Is this yeah. a rig? Because if you, if you, you play a roulette and you play a roulette system, you can increase your odds. Any system, though, normally. I play the 90% system. What's that? So it's basically when you cover 90% of the board and you only make... So say, for instance, if you're playing a dollar, you basically make $6 every time you hit versus the $36 you hit mm. if, you, if you're mm. playing single. Mm. It's, a, it's a slow grind, but it's a for sure grind. Dude, you're here in California now, right? Yeah. You gotta, you, we gotta come down here, man. We we gotta hit these these casinos together. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't reunited yet. That's crazy. All right, whose turn is it? It's, I'm surprised uh, too. Right, Ramsey. My turn. It's on you. Yes. Sir. Okay. You will always win eventually. <laughs> I think the odds are in your favor for that, so I'm gonna say fact. And it's cat. Oh come on, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> 
even if you were to keep gambling until you win, uh, chances are you're going to go home at a loss or even, right? So what tends to happen with the natural trend is think 20% rule. You're going to lose five and then you're going to hit one on average, right? So you have to sacrifice five to hit one, but that one is never, the RTP is never going to always get you there. It might set you over by like two or three percent, but you're going to lose that two or three percent. So people kind of end up digging themselves in a hole and then they kind of fight for that even plateau or that hit. Don't so don't Chuck quote, two. Don't quote statistics at me. I, I'm not a math <laughs> major. You can just make up numbers and I'd believe you because I just don't want to do the math. You could be like, yeah, you take 30% out of the 20% and then you got like a 7% and I'll be like, yeah, that, that sounds right. I just want to let you know that this game that we're playing is off of a non motherfucking cited website. And this is definitely, definitely valuable information. Non cited. What does that mean? All there. right. And Chuck, for the winning question. Are you ready? This this is bullshit. We set. Following trends will lead to success. Fact. I'm so sorry, my friend. That is cap. You know, you might have a good mathematical mind. You know, difficulty might lie in ensuring the trend is correct, whatever. But the fact is, payouts are random. You know, payouts are random. So the chances of money falling through the roof is probably uh, more likely. If it happens at a random state, so I am sorry. I get a chance to come back. All right, come on. Damn it. <sighs> come on, let's give it. All right, Merms. Yes. This is probably not a fair question, but oh, I'm going to have to ask it anyway. What oh, country What country was the casino originated in? Oh, I just not learned this. Not fucking fair. <laughs> I just learned this recently. Italy. Cap, you're incorrect. What? <laughs> what? I set you up for the okie doke, motherfucker. What? That's, <laughs> what? That's, That's bullshit. Oh, shit. That's fucking bullshit. Nah, I'm just kidding. It was in Italy. It was definitely in Italy. And you know what? That, that's you're, right. Up... you're right. Here's you're right. You're right. Here's another thing. That's a fucked up question because you didn't even give me, you didn't even say like it started in Italy, fact or cat. You just asked me what country. So like I could have like, there's like a million options. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Italy. All right. In fact, uh, casino derives from the Italian word casa. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Two and two. All right. Hopefully Chuck misses it and then I can come back for the win. All right. Let me let me get something. Let me get a a difficult question here because Chuck. Bring it on me. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Counting cards is not illegal. That's cap. That shit's illegal as fuck. And for the final win, you are incorrect. It is not illegal. In fact, um, it will it kick you out if you're good at counting cards, most likely, right? But it is not illegal. It is a completely legal strategy within blackjack. So looks like it's up to you, Merms. Oh wait right, a minute. Right. They made a whole movie on this. And nope. they they yes, they did. It's a myth. It's a myth. They it's a myth. How is someone going to stop you from being smart? You can't make it illegal if somebody's good with numbers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. Like, what if they just accidentally do it? They weren't even trying to count cards. All right. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Give it to me. Changing the size of your bet will trick a slot machine. <sighs> oh. oh, boy. Um, That's a good one. I I don't even know what you're trying to trick. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to say cap. 
And that is correct. It is <laughs> So the game of slots, right? The winnings directly relate and correlate to the size of the bet, which means if you want to hit that major and or minor, you need to be within a certain range, right? For you to have a higher chance or higher odds of those payouts. Well, not necessarily the major and the minor, but if you want an RTP to be higher, you need to be betting more. So that is it, everybody. So Looks what you're like, saying, what you're saying is, is he wrong? What you saying? What you saying? No, I'm saying he's right. Is he? What did he say? It's a cat. He said, he said that's cap. cap. Yeah, the the statement was changing the size of your bet will trick a slot machine. That's cap. It won't. But if you bet more, then you increase your chances. Yeah, but you can't just say I'm going to bet little and then bet more and then look bet little and then hit big. Mm. It's all okay. set up. So like your payouts are all kind of set up. You know what I'm saying? To be also that around was just like, a certain denominator. That was just like an educated guess on my part. Like I said, I mm. thought I thought I was going to lose this because I don't go to the casino that much. But hell yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I won. Shit. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I won. <laughs> I won Jimmy's game. <laughs> um. Well, that was a fun game, Jimmy. Thank you for that. Uh, I want to tell you guys a quick story, if you don't mind. Of uh, yeah, I love stories. My uh, adventures yesterday. So I was at. Um. Well, I'm still here. Actually, I'm at my friend's house. Um. And I was here. Like with a bunch of people yesterday, like my cousin, my brother, my stepbrother, like um, my other friend were here. You know, there's a few of us um, hanging out and I ended up sleeping over because like I drank a little too much. But recently, like last week, my brother and I found this spot that's like a dispensary, but kind of not a dispensary. Like they can't legally sell weed there, but they can sell you like edibles that are like Delta nine, which is like the closest thing to technical thc or whatever i don't i don't know how it works but it's it's weird so my brother and i bought edibles because i wanted something to uh help me sleep at night i wanted to get like an indica i took one of those last night so this is what happened it was like one in the morning at my friend's house i'm like falling asleep on the couch i'm like oh let me pop one of these pop pop one very low milligrams like it's a 10 milligram like something because i you know i'm notoriously known for not being able to you know have a high tolerance with marijuana. So mm-hmm. marijuana, cannabis, cannabis. Yeah. Um, so I start falling asleep and I kind of started feeling it as I'm falling asleep. And then I remember I fell asleep. I wake up at 8 a.m. <laughs> I wake up at 8 a.m. So this is like eight hours later, pretty much like 830. Right. I wake up then and I'm like feeling like weirdly like groggy and like things are like spinning and like shit. And like at first I'm like, I'm, like, did I sleep weird? And then I realized soon after, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like still stoned. Like, I don't know what happened. It's like it's like it like cut off on purpose because like I fell asleep and the high was just like, all right, we'll just wait until this motherfucker's up. And it just <laughs> hit me and like hard. It was like bad. I'm like sitting there I'm, like stoned and I'm trying to fall back asleep. I can't fall back asleep. And like I got all anxious because I'm like, I got to be up for the podcast today. But like the podcast wasn't like until hours later. So I'm just sitting on the couch. My friends come downstairs. And I'm, all I'm thinking to myself is like, I can't let them know I'm stoned. Because they'll freak out. So I'm just going to sit here. And like I'm like being quiet. And they were kind of like, why are you being so quiet? And I'm just like, it's all good, man. Don't it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. good. Like, I was like, I don't know. Just put something on TV. But it was really annoying because I thought like I had like a high lasting like longer than eight hours. And I was like kind of like freaking out a little bit i was like jesus christ this gonna go away this is gonna be like an all-day thing and like just now i feel like i'm kind of coming out of it i don't even feel like fully out of this weird funk now but it was 
I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> I was I, I like I'm gonna give those edibles away because like I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And God forbid, I got something important to do the next day, and I'm so fucked up. Like, damn, I gotta work today. Like, shit, I got shit to do. Well, they say right, don't they say that? Uh, because everybody says like, oh man, I sleep great after smoking, or I sleep like the best sleep I'll ever get in my life is uh when they're high. But yeah, doesn't it actually block? your receptors in your brain from getting what's called REM sleep rapid you know what, that I don't know if that's true or not but let me tell you something I would agree with it <laughs> it definitely feels that way for me because I was still fucked up and it was like I woke up and I'm like oh what's happening like am I just really sleepy like what why why am I thinking a million thoughts at a second like what what's what's going on here mm-hmm. it was um yeah it was rough I uh I know that might not be an amazing story to some people but like for me it was um it was almost like traumatic. I was like, I was like upset. <laughs> did, you have any, did you have any weird dreams? No, see, that's I don't really remember any of my dreams. But the second I wake up, I'm like, it was like it was like daydreaming maximum. Just like I'm thinking of everything, and like I'm like like getting upset, like like fuck, I gotta go to school soon, so I gotta like wake, I gotta start waking up <laughs> earlier, which is like dumb. Like that's easy to do. I can do that. But like while I'm stoned, I'm like. Oh, this is going to be a hell of a task to accomplish. Mm. Do, you, do you hallucinate? Is that is like? I mean, stuff? I don't think I was like actually hallucinating, but like when I I was like heavily like imagining things, and it was very vivid for me, like in my daydreams. And I'm just like sitting there, and like me and my friends were, like sitting on the couch, and they're like watching something kind of funny, and they laugh, and then I just start being like, "Oh, I should laugh at that too." <laughs> and, like, I, was, <laughs> I was just like so out of it, and it was really, it's just really annoying I, because like I've never. I've never experienced that. Usually when I fall asleep, I'll wake up from whatever it was I was doing and I'm like, good to go. I'm like, okay, yeah. I slept it. When I, I re- it off. when I retire from this shit, I'm going to get high so I could just be able to experience it. I don't know what it's like. And when people, you know, could, you know, try to explain it back to me, I still be like, damn, I feel like something's missing. Like, can I, it's yo, almost- can I be honest? I feel like, just don't do it. <laughs> that, like, that's how it is for me. Like, I understand, like, it helps some people and, like, they enjoy it. And, like, you know, good on them, man. More power to you. But, like, I I can't. It should be illegal. I've talked about this before. It should be illegal for me to buy any, like, THC product. Like, they should have a picture of me in all the stores. All the drug dealers should have a picture of me and be like, don't fucking sell it to this guy. Well, that's for so funny because so many people swear by it. You know, they say that. You know, they can't function without it. They love the CBD aspect of it. Um, they like there's people I know, right, that are retired that are just high now 24-7. They wake yeah. up, smoke, they run their whole day. They use cannabis in different ways, right? They have their indicas or sativas or uppers or downers or sleepers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's I, but I don't know. I, I, I also don't want to be like dependent on something. Because I feel like the most beautiful things that happen in life are when you're sober. I feel like I want to be sober for these experiences. It's like that guy who said, yeah. like, who was that guy who said, like, you know, uh, like when people say, like, their dream is to have enough money that they can sit on a beach all day when they're retired and drink margaritas and stuff. And like, he was like, that's kind of like a shitty dream. Because, like, what do you get from that? You're just staring at an ocean and then just having a hangover every day and then you got to drink more. You're not doing anything useful with yourself. It's kind of like, that's a shitty thing to like aspire to. Mm-hmm. Would you have a hangover every day if you drink every day, though? Well, I think I you'd be used to. It. You'd just be an alcoholic, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think you would. I don't think you would necessarily have a hangover. I do know this from personal experience, right? 
um, you got a problem whenever you need to like incorporate alcohol into everything that you do, right? If you're like, you know what? I want to do this. Um, let's get a drink and then let's do this. Or, you know what I mean? Like if you can't just end sober mind, like let's say you go out to the beach, you go yeah. when you want to get lunch on the beach, on a beachfront, right? And you want to sit down and then you, you're like, I'm on the beach. Let me get a drink so I can kind of relax. You're not necessarily going to be able to fully enjoy that experience. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have a little bit of liquor inside of you rather than being able to just sober, enjoy the moment, be 100% cognizant, 100% in your mind. You know what I'm saying? And like those natural endorphins are being triggered from like the waves and the people and the company and the experience, not necessarily the fact of, oh, I got a drink, I got food. Um, and I'm out in this beautiful spot. So people yeah. look for like a dopamine hit, you know? I, I also think it's like, uh, what's that saying? It's like the best things should be experienced in small uh, quantities, right? There's a few ways to say that, right? So I think like people have like a vacation effect. Like they go on vacation to fucking, I don't know, Aruba, Hawaii, something, right? And they do that. Like it's just them, their significant other, they're chilling. They sit on the beach, have a fucking couple drinks, go back to the hotel, have sex, then go out to dinner, have some more drinks and then, you know, go to bed. And like they do it for a week because they're on vacation. They're allowed to do that. They've worked towards it. They paid for the vacation. Everything is good. But like when you leave the vacation, you miss it. You're like, oh, that was so much fun. Like, I can't wait to do that again. And that's what's good about it is because you only did it for a week. I think like if you're thinking like, I wish my whole life was like that vacation, it would be terrible. Like it mm. would be like all you're doing this all the time, sitting on a beach, drinking, it's not it's not fulfilling anymore. It's not fun to look forward to. It's just the mm -hmm. everyday thing. And honestly, it might even get fucking boring. Like, I, 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 I think that's what people mistake, like seeing like the rest of their life for as like just a vacation. Like, that's why yeah. they have vacations. And that's why I think vacations are good, because I think human beings were under this. Uh, it's weird. Tolkien used to talk about it. It was uh, it's like this more i don't know moral concept but this concept for us where like we constantly like to keep ourselves busy or do things a lot or do something right even if it's playing video games or watching tv right we constantly want to keep doing things because we know one day we're gonna die don't mean to make this morbid i'm sorry but like we know that as human beings it's not like we know we're gonna live forever so we can take a couple months off and not do shit like that's not how we run so we constantly want to kind of improve and stuff like that. And it, I don't know, it like it fucks with us because we keep looking towards the end goal. Like what's what, it, like, what do I want to accomplish at the finish line? And people look at that vacation life and they think that should be my end goal being able to get there. But like I said, I think, I think that's all it's good for is a vacation. Like your real life shouldn't be like that. You yeah. know, I don't know. No, I don't know. Makes, Those are my it, two cents. So it makes perfect so if you, sense, right? If, if you won the lottery, yeah. You mean to tell me your life probably wouldn't be that? Like, if you imagined your life, you know what I mean? Like, I was playing the lottery when it was, like, at, at the billion dollars. I was yeah. part of that group. I, was, I I played the lottery when it gets, like, really big. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know. And I was just imagining my life, like, and what I would do. And you know what? I couldn't stop thinking about. It wasn't the vacation. It was all of the the foundations, I, I the youth programs I would set up. Oh, see, no, that's good. That's probably like the healthy way you should be thinking if you got, I mean, whatever reason it was, like if you worked up your business or, you know, yeah. be anything, whatever makes you a millionaire, billionaire, even like you have a billion dollar idea, it shouldn't be 
all I'm saying is like, I feel like it shouldn't be like, oh, I know what I do with that money. I'd buy a house on the ocean and sit on the beach, and drink margaritas that I'd pay my, uh, pay my, uh, what do you call it? Butler to bring me every day. Like you, you're not going to do anything else. Invest the money, yeah, open a I, business, buy a I McDonald's. Imagined, <laughs> I imagined like going on a really long cruise, like a six month cruise, like around the world oh, and wow. be gone and just be gone. Like I was, I was yeah, gonna, I, I'm going to be gone. That. That I'm out of like, here. That is my game plan. But something that also hits me whenever I think about this is like t- traveling's taxing on your body. Yes. Right. It's very taxing on your body and you're never actually going to get acclimated. So I'm, I was in between. Right. I'm like, yo, whenever I retire, I'm going to travel the world for a whole year straight. And I'm going to backpack. I want a laptop camera backpack. I foresee myself after that year being extremely exhausted. Yeah. Right. I mean, but but uh, at the same time. I really want to get that experience in. But as long as it's not like kind of like what Merm said, like the same beach with the margarita, the same day to day. It's almost like whenever you're in another country and you're just like, yeah, the first day you go to the restaurant and you hit the bar, it's great. By the fifth day, you're like, I'm fucking over this. Yeah, exactly. I, I was just going to make that point. Yeah, that's exactly like how I feel, too. Like when I was in Spain for a month and a half. It didn't take me long to start thinking like, man, I kind of almost just want to go home and like, like be like productive again instead of being <laughs> like, ooh, I'm going to drink a couple beers and walk into like a museum and talk to Spanish people and then drink a few more beers and then go to bed. It's like, you know, it gets, I don't know, Dundee. like the, the vacation life. That's why I think it should be like a week. Even, even if like you're a billionaire, I believe it'd be best to just take a vacation for a week. And you can take like two, take two vacations a year. That's fine. You know, one in the summer, one in the winter or something, you know, do it. But like, I would suggest only do it for a week because then you get like the beauty of it and then you're gone. And then you look back on it like a fond memory instead of like, man, I was getting bored uh, doing that for six months. You know, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Maybe people think differently. I I mean, I just, no, I mean, I think people like, to feel fulfilled right people yeah. want a purpose you know and like i th- i do believe like one thing that's kind of driving me crazy about this generation too is like a lot of people um you know everybody wants to be an entrepreneur yes everybody wants to to be their own boss at the end of the day and i think that that's a beautiful thing but there are people with personality and character traits to where they want to feel fulfilled because they do get enjoyment from their job and working for somebody else and i think that that's that's important because the fact of the matter is, is people are actually happier when they're busier. Yeah, I believe that, too. And I think, um, you know, I, I believe that not all jobs are supposed to be like an amazing, fun time all the time. I mean, it's a job, you know, but it's it's fulfilling because, you know, you're doing something. Even if it's just flipping burgers, you're doing something that matters. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to do if people. you're not if you're not challenged? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you're not challenged by something, what are you really doing? And it yeah, could be exactly. starting a business, right? Which is still work. Yeah. Or it could be overcoming a challenge for a business that you love, right? Like people that work for Elon Musk, those fucking engineers and shit, they're like, they're, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to feel fulfilled when they're like, I just mapped out the perfect time and trajectory date to get this rocket ship to Mars. Sure, they're not Elon Musk, but they're like, it's because of me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And like, I find fulfillment like that in a lot of the things I do that some people might think is uh, annoying or tedious. And it can be. And that's why it's fulfilling when you accomplish it. Like, for instance, like I feel very accomplished when we do a podcast because like 
it's not always easy. I mean, people like see us or listen to us and it's it like sounds like, you know, it's, we're always having a good time and that's not the problem. Having a good time. The, the, the problem sometimes Ooh, is like you got to think of like the logistics behind the scene. Like, you know, sometimes we're trying to schedule with a guest and like they can't do this time. But then, you know, Stephanie, me or Jimmy can't do this time. And it's like, you know, just making it all come together and like making it work at the end to like mm-hmm. when we sign off and say great morning, I feel accomplished because like we got it done and it feels good it feels great man and it's a week by week thing yeah so it's like it's like constantly there's like a little bit not like i get crazy but like you know i get a little anxious like fuck i better check up on everyone make sure you know everyone's still good to go because you know anything could happen in life like you know i we we don't even have to mention some people but like you know some things come up in life in within an hour and guess what like three people can't do the podcast now it's like all right what what, what do we do we got to get a podcast just like that yeah, it's Just almost like it's I would say Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. So people that are passionate what they do, let's talk Saturday Night Live. So okay, Monday, <laughs> like we'll say the that weekend or the week prior to, they find out well who's gonna host Saturday Night Live, right? Monday they have the board meeting where the the host comes in. Tuesday nobody fucking goes home. Tuesday is everybody sitting down writing the scripts and they're writing a script for the entire week. You have a whole board of people within a room that are writing this fucking script. People do not go home until fucking Wednesday, late Wednesday afternoon. Yep. Every single week on what it takes to get the fucking show. They rebuild the fucking uh, stages. They rebuild everything just to have that successful show. So whenever they do launch and that host leaves, they're like, thank God decompress and then next week it starts all over you know and then a problem with a live show like that there's like fucking i mean you've heard like i'm sure everyone's like heard or watched a youtube video on it but like there's horror stories from snl because like sometimes people for instance one thing like a host will accidentally say like fuck and like for instance sam jackson my man sam jackson you know in my opinion one of the greatest actors ever you know seems like a great guy he can be funny you know he's very you know he can do a lot of things when he's acting. He was hosting SNL one time and they were doing the skit. I forget what skit it was. It was something about like a game show. And yeah. Sam accidentally said he starts saying like motherfucker. But like he got he kind of like <laughs> he didn't he didn't like kind of say the ER part. He was like motherfucker. He's kind of like <laughs> but they they banned him for life. Yeah. They banned him what? for life. After really? Mm-hmm. They had to. have to have to they didn't want it I mean, it's funny it's funny if you ever watch that clip on youtube too because like keenan thompson is like pretending to be like the game show host and like he says it and he's just like all right now sam come on now <laughs> he's like all right come oh. on mm-hmm. yeah so but for life though come on for, for life. life you got banned from lo- for life or like a lot of times like musicians will cause problems like they'll you know how they have the band sing like two songs or the singer whoever it is the musical guest they have on and like that oh, who was that I, it wasn't Janis Joplin, but someone like at one point, I remember like early in SNL, like they ripped up on stage, like a picture of the Pope and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like they were banned for life because like they didn't know they were going to do that. Like yeah. they say they're not going to do some stupid shit. And then they go up there and do some stupid shit. And it's kind of like an improv, actually. So there's a really good documentary series out. It's called The Dark Side of Comedy. Yeah. And uh, I was watching the one about Chris Farley. You guys remember Chris Farley, right? Oh, cool. yes, yeah. of course. Legend, icon. So Chris Farley, uh, he went three years sober and he started sliding back, you know, back into it and his addiction started to take over. So they were like, you know what? We got to reel him back in. Let's have him host 
Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah, we love them. Chris, we love you. You're a great dude. Please host Saturday Night Live. It's crazy because the whole show was around his addiction and they were kind of picking and poking fun at him. But the night or that weekend before he was supposed to host Saturday Night Live, like he shows up Monday all week. He's missing. He's in his hotel room with fucking strippers, hookers, doing drugs, like on some shit. Like he's fucking up. He's fucking up bad. Right. Barely makes it through Saturday Night Live. Doesn't cuss or anything, but he was he was like one of the original improv kings, right? Chris Farley was an improv king. He used his physical appearance uh, to his to his advantage, and he was always one of those like over the top physical comedians. And he brought and delivered a lot to the table. But it just so happened that after that show, his last show on Saturday Night Live, you know, shortly after he fucking died. Oh yeah, no, he's uh, he's one of the ones with. Uh... Who is it? Uh, Jim Belushi or John Belushi? I always get the two John brothers. Uh, John Belushi died the same way. Uh, it was a eight ball. I think they were doing at the time. Yeah, he had a bad drug addiction, but he was hilarious. And it's it sad. Hilarious. And he was supposed to do a bunch of that. You know that Chris Farley. I know a lot of people know this now, but if you haven't, here's a cool fact. Chris Farley was originally supposed to voice Shrek. No way. He was originally supposed to be the voice of Shrek and then he died. So they brought on Mike Myers, who's now, you know, iconic for doing Shrek. But that's crazy. Like, that's crazy to think like he was about to get that role. And like, then, you know, his life ends so tragically and young. You know, he had a uh, he had his demons. You know, I uh, what's what's his name? David Spade talks about it a lot because they were really good friends during their yeah. time on SNL. Yeah, him it's, and David Spade were super close. Sad, man. Didn't they do a movie together? Oh, they did a couple. Oh, they did a couple uh, of Tommy Black, Boy and Black Sheep. Black Sheep. Yeah, that was the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did a couple. They were friends. They were like really good friends. Um, but yeah, and also just going back to SNL, not with Chris Farley, but like the writers too. The writers sometimes have such a hard time getting like their pitches onto the show. Like one time I was listening to, uh, I think it was Howard Stern. And J.B. Smoove was on it, who used to be a writer for SNL. You know, he's a comedian now. I mean, he was a comedian then, too, you could say. But, like, he's, you know, stand-up now. He's on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm as Leon. And he's really funny. I saw him live, too, and met him. And he's a really great guy. And he's hilarious. And, like, he was listing a bunch of skit ideas that never, like, they never, like, like wanted it on the show. They were like, oh, that's funny, but it's not, like, funny enough and stuff. And he's reading some of them, and they're, like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, he was talking about, he's like, I had this skit idea. Where there's this pirate, but he's got two eye patches. And it's just like, it sounds funny immediately. You're like, all right, that sounds pretty funny. Yeah. And he never, he said for like the first year on SNL, he only got like one skit onto the show. And he's constantly wow. in the writing room pitching shit. He's constantly thinking of shit, writing it down. He's like, this is funny. And then everyone, you know, pitches their ideas and they pick like the funniest shit. And his always got like kicked out. And that's what happens with a lot of writers, they say on it like conan o'brien when he used to write for it he didn't always get his sketches on there john mulaney later on it took a while for john mulaney to get like his stuff on there and john mulaney was good on the spot like john mulaney i don't know if you guys remember uh bill Hader on snl when he used to do stefan on the weekend update like Wait, the, who is this bill Hader. bill Hader. he used to do a character stefan on the weekly update um, or the nightly update, whatever it's called, uh, on SNL. Stefan was the fashion. Yes, and he would go like, like this. this. He would go like this with his hands and be mm-hmm. like, and then we went to the the spa where they give you oyster. He would say like random shit, right? Yeah. And the reason he was always kind of laughing during that role is because John Mulaney would write the things he had to say down right when they're doing the sketch. Like John Mulaney was sitting behind the screens, right? 
with like a big piece of paper and a Sharpie and writing shit for him to say down and then held it up. And so Bill Hader had to like try to keep the straight face. That's why he was doing that, like covering his mouth. And he's like, and then a bunch of naked men, like he would like have to hold his face and he'd be like, try not to laugh because John Mulaney was doing it on the spot. That is hilarious. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Isn't Kanye West? Kanye West is banned too, right? He's probably banned. (laughs) He's he's probably. What's crazy is he's banned from his like beef with Pete Davidson. He's he's like shadow banned. But Pete Davidson's gone. Yeah, Pete Davidson's no longer on SNL, I believe. Kanye's welcome anywhere. But um, you heard me. He's he uh they broke up. Kanye's welcome anywhere. Which, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm happy they broke up because I'm sick of Pete Davidson getting these, like, beautiful women when he looks like... Like, I don't want to shit on the guy because maybe he's a really nice guy, but, like, I don't think he's particularly that funny. I don't think and... that's why... I don't think that's why women are attracted to Pete Davidson. Why are they attracted to him? I don't know. But... <laughs> I know. It's, like, beautiful. It's, like, it's... some of the most beautiful women in the world. Like, he's got Ariana Grande, like, Kim I Kardashian. think that's what makes him attractive. Women want what... Like, women are attracted to men who can attract other women but they like how that. is he attracting other women <laughs> like that's the thing i mean he's got tattoos he's tall he's a famous celebrity he's got a lot of money he knows the right people and he doesn't give a shit he's got he, kind of like a shitty attitude he always looks like he's sick he's also he's also kind of real you know he's like a down-to-earth real guy he doesn't put on like a facade he's like yeah i'm fucking Pete davidson i'm from fucking coney island <laughs> yeah he just he's just a real dude mouse. you know what i'm saying yeah, he moved out of his mama's basement. Like, just did it after him and Kim got together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a. And if you land Kim Kardashian, bro, I'm telling you, if you date Kim Kardashian, open the floodgates, man. What if there's like, all right, so what if there's like this fucking conspiracy theory out there where like, <laughs> oh boy, can't like his agents, celebrity agents, purposely match other celebrities together, right, to create this overall dynamic of. Of influence. It's kind of like joining up, like an Instagram influencer would get with another Instagram influencer to open their market. Yeah. They do that, though. That's, yeah, I've heard that. That happens all the time. That they try to get like certain famous people to date or marry for a little bit just so it's like big news coverage and it's, you know, interesting to people like, oh my God, did you hear Brad Pitt left Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie? Like that was like crazy when that happened. But that's what I need. I need my fuck. I need to be on the headlines. Like, oh my god, she's with this regular motherfucker. <laughs> it's like I, I, I don't know if it happens often, but I'm sure someone. I'm sure it's been suggested many times. Like, I'm sure there's like PR people that are like, "Hey, listen, this would be great for your career if you guys ended up like getting together." And then it, it makes national news. Like, look at what happened with Pete Davidson. Like that shit was everywhere. Him and Kim Kardashian dating, and then like Kanye West like saying some shit, like he had AIDS and shit. I think yeah, it drove I Kanye think, crazy. Oh, that did. But man. I mean, I think what dro- I think what makes Pete Davidson attractive is one, he's funny, right? Okay. Women love to laugh. Okay, but he's also genuine, and he kind of attacks himself a little bit, and he's kind of real. And if you bag somebody like Kim Kardashian, you're instantly going to be a more attractive person. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're just a genuine fucking guy that with that I don't give a shit attitude and you're funny, you know what I mean? And you can be like, yeah, I live in my mom's fucking basement. Like, you know, it seems kind of authentic. And then you bag Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande. <laughs> the fuck out of here, bro. Dude, maybe I'm a hater. Killing it. Maybe I'm just a hater because, like, it's honestly, okay. like, I hate that that happens. But then at the same time, 
there's not a lot I wouldn't do just to be like Pete Davidson for a day and see what fucking Kim Kardashian is like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, just I mean, you could, you can, uh, you can, you can be that guy, you know, you I'm can gonna, run in. A lot of these celebrities just walk around and try to blend in with the regular pop, with the gin pop. You might peep one. You might catch you one out here. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna slide into her DMs and see what she says. I'm just gonna be like, hey, I'm just gonna shoot my shot with Kim K. Yeah, and try. Yeah, it. join the club, dog. Somebody, did, everybody. Did Shit, should sure. I do it right now? I'll do it right now. Yeah, uh, you'll probably reach her better on Twitter. Let me. Uh, let me. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm doing it. I don't <sighs> care. I'm doing it. Uh. You just gonna shoot your shot. She has 329 million followers. Holy shit. How many of them you think have shot their shot, though? Uh, here we go. Christian Murmur's doing it. I'm saying hey. <laughs> shoot your shot, Christian Murmur. You just gonna say hey? Just I said mean, hey. Yeah, just See? Simple. I sent it. You her you her, you her kids like, have the last name West. You, should you can't like, come up with hey. Hey. You gotta you gotta ask her something random like why did the chicken cross the road? Like don't, you just gotta you gotta catch her off guard. No, just be like, hey, are you famous? <laughs> no. Who are, who are I, you? I'm just saying hey. <laughs> and if she wants to respond, that's cool. If she doesn't, I completely understand because I'm you would stranger her off from guard. the internet. <laughs> if you ask her if she knows, are you famous? Yeah. I just came across your account and see you have all these followers. Like, who are you? She might be bored one day and just like look through these messages and be like, Oh, look at that. Who's this guy? Yeah. Wow. There you go. What 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 would you what would be your initial thoughts if I bagged Kim Kardashian? <laughs> I would I wouldn't really have it. I'd just be like, dude, that's bad as fuck. Dope. Not just bad as fuck. That like, I would I would be on your dick. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And like what if I they- never I never FaceTimed you before in my life, and I would FaceTime you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Chris, hey, is that Kim? I'd be like, holy shit. Dude, and Hey, Chris, what's up? Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Imagine if it went, like, farther. Like, imagine, like, not only did I bag her, and, like, I didn't pull, like, a Pete Davidson who, like, was just fucking her for three months. They broke it off. Like, what if, like, like, the divorce went through with Kanye, and, like, I am, like, the next husband of Kim Kardashian? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would I would have to send you a shipment of Bluetooth just so you can keep you can keep up with the with the competition. I know that'd be that'd be pretty crazy. Christian Murmur yeah. begs Kim K. I mean, hey, we'll see. I sent her a message. Maybe. Oh, look, she messaged. Did she message me back? Let me send She's just like her agent. <laughs> one messaged me. Yeah, the agent's like, uh, please don't send her message. <laughs> like, he said that's, that's no, it. No, 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 nothing. nothing I was gonna happened. say, wow. At least no. you got a response. She didn't even read the message yet. We'll see. We'll see. We, you know, we got, we got some time, you know, she, I, uh, she probably gets a lot of messages and she's, you know, probably digging through those looking for mine, you know? So yeah. I feel like there's gotta be some type of filter. Like they have to have favorites because they still got to tap in with each other, you know? Yeah. It's I like, know. I think right. you can do that on Instagram. Like you have your favorite friends and like, mm-hmm. that's it. But I'm sure like her friends, she just has their number and talks to them like that. You got uh, close friends on Instagram. Yeah. Close friends. That's what it's called. So like, I'm sure she does that. You know, it'd be pretty crazy if, you know, she followed me back. I don't even follow her. You know, just, yeah. just straight up sent her a fucking message, man. You know, got to shoot, got to shoot the shot. I'm going to tell her the story about how uh, I'm never taking edibles again. Yeah, maybe she'll be maybe she'll be interested. Maybe she'll want to come on. But, um, you know, that's uh, that's enough about Kim K. We're kind of getting into that. Uh, that sad, 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 sad time. The podcast where uh, we unfortunately have to wrap things up, actually, you know, we're uh. You know, we, got some, we got some stuff to do today and you know we just wanted to get a no no another you know 
we wanted to get this podcast out to you. We actually talked about, I shouldn't say actually, because we usually do talk about really interesting things, but we got like, I wouldn't say deep with this one, like deep, like almost sad deep, but we got into some very, uh, very interesting conversations here. I like, this I like the energy of this because I feel like at the end of the day, we want to provide some, like not just entertainment, but value. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, could we be funnier? Cause we're not, you know, maybe who knows? Yeah. Could we not be funny? Who gives a shit? We can make a podcast at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, we, we can do whatever the fuck we want. So I, I enjoyed I like what we, I enjoyed what we talked about. But you know, enough about what we talked about. I'm gonna go around the computer screen and I'm gonna let everyone do their last minute plugs. So Jimmy, of course, my friend, you got any last minute plugs for listeners? I would love for you to plug the way you plug at the end. You know, um, I do want to just give a shout out to uh, Kim Kardashian. Yep. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, shout out to you, Kim K. You're doing great things in the fashion industry. Uh, shout out to Kanye West. Still a goat. Kind of crazy. I kind of hate what the public did to his image. And then that's about it. Okay, cool. All right. Sh- good shout outs there. And of course, Chuck, my friend, you got any last minute plugs for listeners? Yeah. You know, uh, you can reach out on uh, Instagram, Topaz Can, Twitter, Topaz Can. Catch me on Instagram. On, uh... Damn. Buffering. My fucking. We're uh, having a good yeah. time here. <laughs> Big ass. <laughs> Big ass buffer, goddamn my fucking uh, Snapchat uh, at Chubb's way. If you want to be a poker, if you want to need a poker coach, hit me up. I'll, I'll be your poker coach. If you need a roulette coach, hit me up. I'll give you some tips on how to make consistent income in roulette. I got you. Mm. All the other games can't do it. Craps maybe, but other than that, not so much. Not so much, baby. Not so much, baby. Shout out to Kanye West too. You know what I mean? Real good. And uh, yeah, dog, you to go. <laughs> Hell yeah! I just, I just wanted to, I just really want Kanye to hear this one day. Oh, you yeah. know, you should just send Kim K the link to this podcast. And just oh be like, my god! And just be like, yeah, listen to this one. Just be on some Diddy shit. You. Listen, listen to my podcast, Kim K. <laughs> I sound like a creep saying I wanted to marry her. Um, no, no offense to uh, Kanye West. I, I'm pretty sure she gets it a lot. Yeah, I, I love Kanye West as well. I, uh, you know, say he, you know, say what you want to say about him in his personal life, but uh, you know, he's still released some of the best music ever, in my opinion. So you know, keep that in mind. You know, it's, oh, people are allowed okay. to be a little crazy when they do music like that. But um, thank you guys for those last minute plugs. And my last minute plugs are, of course, you can follow uh, Christian Merms. That's my personal on Instagram. Um, I have it open to the public right now, but I will close it uh, when the end of the season comes. Uh, so get there now if you really want to follow it. But the one I really want you to follow is Great Morning Underscore the Podcast on Instagram. That's where you'll get a lot of your podcast information about new episodes coming out, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that great, great stuff, you know, pictures of new guests, stuff like that. You'll you'll see it there. So go follow that one. That's the one I really want you to follow. And of course, you can follow Slightly Special with two L's at the end. You can follow You Love Steph. Uh, you can follow Steffi underscore underscore zero on TikTok. You can follow Great Morning Underscore the Podcast on TikTok. You know, you can follow, of course, uh, Topaz Kin on uh, Instagram. Um, you know, you've O'Shea Ivy, you know, all the good uh, friends we've had on here. And of course, you can get your merchandise at shopgreatmorning.com. So go ahead, get yourself a hat, shirt, sweatshirt, whatever you want. Shopgreatmorning.com. That's where you can get all that merchandise. And one last thing, because it is time. We said we were, you know, pushing off long enough. We are about to announce what our next special is going to be. All right. You guys ready? We're about to we're about to talk about this. We are doing a sequel, pretty much, right? We're doing a sequel by popular demand, the Back to School Spectacular, all right? So we're doing another one of that. It's going to be out August 31st, right? So all of you can listen to it, you know, either on your way to school the next day or, you know, that day of to get you prepared for, you know, 
going to school again. So, uh, but you know, back by popular demand, a lot of people like that special. So we wanted to do another one for you. Um, and you, you know, there's a, it was interesting, you know, it, it happened again, you know, I had to go to the back to my old high school, uh, and record and, uh, we talked to some very interesting people. So I'm excited, uh, to get their voices out there for you guys to hear. And, uh, you might see, you might see one, uh, a person or, uh, an entity that was on there before, uh, make an appearance again. So, uh, stay tuned for that. August 31st, that will be coming out. We're really excited about it. So please, uh, you know, give your love and, uh, download it and listen to it and have a good laugh when you hear it, you know? Oh, so, yeah. So. Stay on the lookout for that. But uh, yeah, that's it for my last minute plugs. That was our episode. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning.